0: Hi everybody, go check out my friends at
1: Sonic Science CBD. They're a full-spectrum hemp-based CBD manufacturer based out of Renton, Washington that use the entire hemp plant to extract phytocannabinoid-rich CBD oil in a pharmacist-licensed clinical lab using medical-grade CO2. CBD, for those of you who don't know, is a non-intoxicating remedy for insomnia, anxiety, chronic pain, and other inflammatory conditions. Sonic Science makes a variety of products, including tinctures, topicals, pre-workout, which is my personal favorite, along with flour. Go check out their Facebook group, Sonic Science CBD, to learn more. Also, check out episode 8 of the Roscoe's Wetsuit podcast, in which I interview Sonic Science CBD uh, CEO and founder, Tim McDougall
2: all right welcome everyone to a new episode of the roscoe's wetsuit podcast i'm your host toby passman coming at you from boca raton florida Uh, the first segment we're gonna do the real lyric of the day this comes from uh, kanye west's song i wonder from his album graduation this is the third verse he says And I'm back on my grind, a psychic read my lifeline, told me in my lifetime my name would help light up the Chicago skyline, and that's why I'm seven o'clock, that's prime time. having a watch, God calling from the hotlines, why he keep giving me hotlines, I'm a star, how could I not shine? Excited for the show today, I've got a real special guest, um, Randy Brantley. Um, Randy is a really cool guy, Um, Randy uh, you are, you know, an entrepreneur. Obviously, you know, running your own business. Uh, you know, I think all around, kind of badass. But uh, anyway, me and uh, me and Randy met uh, last year at my uh, where I was working, uh, basically uh, neuroscience kind of personal growth institute. Um, and Randy happened to to be a client the week that um, one of the weeks um, where I was actually going through the program myself. And I think, you know, me and you kind of just, you know, struck up a good kind of rapport right off the bat and had some really interesting conversations about, you know, kind of psychology and mindsets and, and just kind of the way we, you know, frame our thoughts and, and mentality about things. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think, you know, you've got a lot going for you, man, and and I kind of wanted to just pick, pick your brain and, and catch up. So I'm really happy that you're on the show today, Randy.
1: Yeah,
0: man. Thanks for inviting me. I'm excited about being here with you today. Good absolutely.
2: Season. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I want to kind of start off just by, you know, I probably, you know, some people who are listening may have never heard of, you know, something like neurofeedback before. Like, what the heck is that? Um, I'm sure you probably got that reaction from some people you were you were telling about the training, right?
0: Oh, I, I still get the crazy looks. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah,
2: yeah right, right. I mean, I, I, I still am working in the field, so I get it all the time. Like you zap yeah. my brain, what is this? You know, yeah. what are you doing? Is that, yeah, exactly. You zap in your brain, man. Yeah, <laughs> I got that all the time. Yeah. Um. But basically, to to sort of break it down, um, you know, we were we were kind of immersed in this, uh, what they kind of called a neurofeedback intensive, where we were um we were doing this uh, this brain training, basically, um, kind of involving. Uh, This EEG neurofeedback where we had electrodes on our heads and then we're kind of meditating, um, kind of uh, working on, you know, kind of reframing certain psychological things, kind of doing different, you know, kind of uh, techniques to kind of work through things um, from our past and kind of, uh, you know, reframe our mindsets to, um, you know, to sort of uh, improve our, our, our outlook on the future. Um, is that, does that kind of fall in line with, with your experience of how, yeah. how do you describe it to people? I think so. Yeah. I
0: think, uh, the, uh, going in and re- and having resets, you know, like, uh, yeah. the way they explained it to me best was they're like little, uh, files in your brain, you know, or, or apps. And we're just kind of deleting those old apps and, and going back to the past to, to, to get, get rid of the, uh, the negative way of thinking, you know, like tapping into your brain. That's, you know, it's. Right trying to stabilize you in in alpha alpha
2: right right the alpha brainwaves being the the kind of key to a lot of um kind of deeper sort of meditative states and and feeling calm and relaxed um that you know where we often produce a lot of beta waves you know just kind of going throughout throughout our our day-to-day experience but then you know as we kind of learn dropping down into alpha you get these um these sort of experiences where, where you're kind of, you know, able to sort of access, you know, some subconscious, unconscious material and, and sort of reconceptualize it, I think <laughs> in some ways, which, you know, I think we all, like, you know, it was, uh, I think it was five of us that week, right? Was it four or five? Four of us. Four of us. Yes. Yeah. So it was a tight, you know, I, it, we all became, you know, a very mm-hmm. tight knit group throughout the week. And, um, I think we all had, you know, super powerful, experiences I think all in our own ways you know maybe that we didn't really expect um but it the technology really seems to seem to kind of open all of us up right you know in the sense of whoa I hadn't thought of that in you know for 10 years
0: exactly yeah I mean even in the pods you know I you know I wouldn't I never really meditate before I got there and and I felt like I had like out-of-body experiences you know um you know, it was really, it was pretty amazing to, 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 to feel that and then be able to, to, to kind of jar some of your memory of things that maybe you didn't realize bothered you in the past that really was kind of holding you back. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And did you notice kind of, uh, after, after going back and kind of dealing with that sort of stuff, like, you know, after you left, we, you know, this is kind of our first time sort of really catching up um, at least sort of, you know, face to face, um, at mm-hmm. least on Skype, you know, since, since we did that, did you feel like, you know, going forward in your life that you were kind of able to sort of put some things in the past that.
0: I think so. I think uh, it helped yeah. me, um, uh, really kind of navigate through life a little easier, you know, and, and, and maybe stay in more control and not, not lose that, uh, not lose your control, you know, when, when yeah. something doesn't quite your way, you know, go, oh, you know, it's okay, you know? Yeah. And- yeah. I know
2: we, we talked about a lot like that week as as far as like our, our mindsets, as far as like, you know, external events happen and, and they could be terrible, you know, terrible events and, and stuff. But but at the same time, it's all we, we we always have kind of the the responsibility of how we how we react to it, how right. we react to, mm-hmm. to people or um, yeah, I think that that's something I think a lot of people don't really realize. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. that they have sort of you know power over their their emotions and and mental states.
0: Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think they do. You know. And I and I work with. It's really with my employees now. You know. I I, I try to kind of coach them a little bit in things when when I see them kind of. I say, Hey, that's just that's just your perception. You know. You, you know. You, you can you can have a good day or bad day here. So it it's really made me open my eyes. To a new way of thinking and looking at things. Yeah.
2: Thinking. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think. I mean, you bring up a an awesome point as far as um, its usefulness. Um, you know, I think a lot of people think of like meditating, and they're like, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna achieve this like spiritual right. know, bliss," yeah. and and maybe maybe some people experience that, but and maybe some people don't. But at the same time, I think you know a lot of the benefits um, can be applied. You know, just in in kind of your day to day life, like. You know, I know Google, um, uh, a lot of the other Silicon Valley kind of tech companies have started opening up sort of like, you know, they have meditation classes where they, you know, have their employees do meditation because they know it improves work performance. They know people are cognitively kind of more refreshed, more, you know, alert, able to, you know, work faster, harder, you know, and but I think that's really cool as far as the from a leadership perspective because you're you know how how many employees do you have I have
0: 40 during the 40
2: peaks. okay yeah, yeah. so you you really got to like navigate all of these different personalities and right yeah all this I mean I yeah that is that a tough <laughs> it seems like that's probably a, a pretty tough part of, of it, it being is boss. It, used,
0: it used to be a lot tougher uh, and now I'm you know I've changed my, my way of thinking and my mindset about it you know it's just like you know it's I can't really change, you know, it's, it's not me, you know, it's, it's not me per se. It's more, you know, I used to think, well, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Well, really it's not. It's just the perception of their having of their job or, or um, maybe it was my perception of them at the time, but now I can, I can step back and go, you know, you have a choice here. You know, you can, you can have a, you can have a good experience at your job or you can have a bad experience at your job. Right. It's really up to you, you know, all yeah. it all stems from the inside, you know,
2: And that's another thing where it's like, sometimes it actually isn't us Where you know, we think it's, it's our fault or our, you know, our problem when it's really complete, you know, it could be something going on with in their life and their day. And that's the reason they're, you know, being a jerk, you know, it it may not actually have anything to do with us.
0: Right. You know, another example is I'm mentoring a little, like a kid now, he's six years old and he's, he just can't seem to get it together. You know, like, like in the classroom, you know, so the teacher, which is which is my wife, she asked me to come and she goes, will you come talk to him? And because uh, I think she's noticed how I kind of, I kind of try to steer people into that direction now and, and that he, uh, he always says that people blame him for everything, you know, mm. they call me on the bus and I say, hey, look, hey, you know, it's it's not you, something's wrong with those guys, you know, mm. you tell the bus driver, you ignore him or whatever, but there's nothing wrong with you, so it, I think we need more of that in, in our schools too to get to absolutely to steer these kids in the right way.
2: Yeah. I think that it sounds like, I mean, a really powerful thing to instill kind of in kids from a young age, you know, if, if mm-hmm. they can have that mindset, I think that changes everything, you know, as oh, far as yeah. that, you know, going forward in life. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious as far as, like, do you think it, at, you know, you're a six year old. I'm curious do, do you think they have that kind of, cognitive capacity to realize to like sort of have those thoughts and realize kind of what you're telling them
0: i th- i think it's just um i think it has to start somewhere you know and I, I think uh-huh. they um like I, I you know i don't know if it's sinking in fully with him but i think he's he's listening you know like 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 i was ch- trying to tell her earlier you know like he's always saying you know everything's always my fault i'm saying well he's hearing that from somewhere he's just not coming up with that on his own you know so Somebody is yeah. telling him that already. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, that, see, you got to go ahead and reprogram that mind of not everything's your fault because somebody, he's right. here somewhere already. You're
2: right. Yeah. And that's kind of what's scary that's is as a kid, you know, you're so kind of um, influenced by whatever, whatever is around you. You don't really have, you know, a mature brain to be able to think for yourself. So, you know, you know, a lot of, you know, kind of the, the, the work I do now is, you know, a lot, You know is kind of digging into people's past and kind of i mean like kind of what we were doing somewhat you know uh with the neurofeedback um where it's kind of going and and sort of rewiring a lot of of these this faulty sort of programming if you Mm -hmm. want to use the kind of analogy of the brain sort of being like a computer um there's sort of all of these programs that are are running um, kind of in our subconscious and and maybe have kind of been installed potentially in childhood. And I think what's scary is like, it's, it's not, it wasn't our choice. You know, we may be, you know, told like, you know, we're, we're this way, we're stupid, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's crazy how, how influential the people, you know, in, in your life really are, you know, at that age. yeah, I think that that's awesome for that kid, you know, to have, have someone like you there to, to sort of be, you know, Pointing pointing him in a better direction,
0: because you know that that's how we went back with with the resets we did, and and if you notice that some of those went way back to our childhood. Yeah, you know, so we were we were it's just we were kind of a product of our environment, and we didn't know any better.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, and I think I, I think some of it's kind of inevitable, you know, that that. You know not everyone around you is is going to be perfect you know your parents or your teachers or <laughs> all, but but certainly you know having having good kind of role models or good people around you i think you know at at an early age you know i think will you know yeah. hopefully set that kid up for a lot more success
0: and it's not even that you know his parents fault either that's just the sure. way they probably rocked as well so they don't know any better and they and they probably only know they're saying stuff it might not even come from his parents but you know it could be or could not be, but they don't even realize that they're even saying stuff like that, you
2: know? Right. And yeah, you're right. How it was, you know, that's kind of programming that's probably been passed along from their parents and their exactly. parents' parents.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, it's something um, interesting. I remember talking, uh, talking to So I don't know if it was you um, uh, at at when we were doing the neurofeedback, but. Um, I I had a conversation with someone about there's a concept known as uh, transgenerational trauma, um, which is basically kind of the 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 psychology of how, you know, sort of traumatic events can kind of be programmed into either, you know, our genes and get passed along um, or or also just kind of our, you know, our parents, you know, people who have, um, you know, interaction, a lot of interaction with us. Yeah. Know, as kids, but um, there's sort of this idea where it's like, you know, if, if people, if, you know, our grandparents, you know, have been through, um, you know, these these kind of traumatic experiences, we're more likely to kind of be afflicted by that kind of potentially PTSD or at least kind of, you know, right. lessened ability to deal with stress.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the same, yeah. thing, same thing with money, you know, if you grow up in a poor family. You, you always hear that the rich people are, uh, they're, they're crooks or, or money don't grow on trees or we can't afford it, you know? So you're always programmed with, well, I don't deserve that money, but really, I mean, if you tell your, keep telling yourself that same story, well, then you'll never have the, the financial freedom that you really want in life, you know? Cause yeah. you always do, yeah. well, I can't afford that, you know? Well, right. if you accept that, you, well, you can't, you can't afford it, you know?
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, I, I I totally endorse. I mean, I I think that's so true as far as, you know, I think a lot of people, and not, not to say anything's wrong with like budgeting, but I think no. a lot of people are, are so focused on like, oh, I got to, you know, only spend this amount of money and, and you know, be so kind of conservative, whereas like the way I think is like, okay, how can I put myself in positions to to learn and grow my skill set? To be able to make a lot more money, and, right. you know, not not have to be so constrained by like, oh, you know, I'm only going to have this fixed salary, and I'm only going to be able to make this amount of money. Mm-hmm. I think right. I think that that's a super powerful sort of sort of change in mindset to to sort of realize that, I mean, there, there's all the money in the world that's that's just waiting for some someone's going to take it. Someone's going to someone's going to open up the next business that's going to make millions Mm -hmm. billions of dollars why can't it be you
0: and you're just as good as the next person you know
2: yeah and i think i think you're you're a living display of that (laughs) you know as far as you actually you know went out growing up
0: we didn't have much and uh i decided i wanted better for myself
2: that's awesome i Mm -hmm. i I really do uh i really do want to kind of ask you as far as you know i think i've heard a bit of the story but can you kind of you know walk me through like you know, what, what originally, well, first off, maybe if you, if you could just describe the business that you're currently running and then sort of what, what gave you sort of the inspiration to actually go out and do that?
0: Well, you know, it's, it started back really. I mean, I I worked for that company when I was in high school and, um, and then I, I would come back, you know, a couple, I came back a summer and, and did it, you know, um, and I was off in college. I, I went out of state for college. Uh, and I finally came home and, and, and the lady who had the company, she said, Hey, you just want, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. I just got back, you know, and she goes, you want to come run, run, the, run, the, run the business. I was like, well, sure. Why not?
2: <laughs> and this, this was a boating company. A at boating, time is right.
0: Shops. Yeah. You know, a lot, lot of tourist stuff, boating boat tours. And, and, and it was kind of, it's, it was small then. And, um, We've uh, added a lot to it, you know. I've I've added a lot to it since I've taken it over. Um, so yeah, I just started. I, I, I came home and just uh, just started grinding it out. And I was am really a hands-on person, and um, you know, I just took it day by day and never gave up. And and you know, there were some hiccups along the way. And some days, like I, just, I don't know if I can do this. And you just just keep going and and. You know, it all seems usually it'll work out it always works out you know you just mm-hmm. you gotta believe in yourself you gotta have the right mindset you know and and i and, and it's it's all learning really you know you can you can blame or you can criticize somebody else but when you learn not to blame and criticize and complain about other people or other things or why this isn't working you know you'll get a lot further in life too you know
2: yeah did, was that was that something you feel like you you did a lot of or, or dealt with kind of like when Early you're on. younger, and then yeah. you sort of like learn those those lessons, just kind of moving through life.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early on, I, I think I blamed and criticized and complained. You know, why yeah. you know, why me, why me, why this and that. But that really, you keep saying those things, and it's going to keep happening.
2: Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so okay. So basically, you were you were sort of working for this this company, um, in high school. Um, uh-huh. And then so, so I take it you kind of you kind of established yourself as a really hard worker and sort of earned the trust of uh, of the yeah, one that was yeah. that was currently or that that was previously in charge
0: of the place. You, you owned it for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I guess she saw that I was trustworthy, you know, and and so I. Uh, and I've always tried to pride myself on hard work more yeah. than anything else. Uh, I think that gets you a lot up you know, and being honest, I think that gets you pretty, pretty far in life, so, um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, now we've almost tripled sales, you know, and um, added a lot of different uh, boats and tours and uh, merchandise, uh, and, that, and, too, you know, the, the uh, as, as the years have gone by, the the town has grown, and, you know, the season has gotten, you know, longer than it used to be, you know, used to be from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Now we have more of, of, of the shoulder seasons, March and or the spring and fall. So that helps out a lot too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So, so what was, what was kind of the timeline as far as did it, you know, it sounds like, you know, you, you probably were working every, every day. We're working really hard on kind of building this thing. How long from, from kind of when you took over to, you know, being able to get to, to where you are today, where you have all of these things and, you know, I've been able to trip triple profits, like you're saying
0: Maybe about 10 years, 10 years. Yeah.
2: And this was, I assume, you know, just kind of a, a daily grind sort of
0: your every, passion project, every right? Day. Every day. Yeah. yeah. I,
2: and I I could tell. I mean, you know, we talked, you know, and I could tell you you're, didn't seem like the type of guy to to take days off. No, I
0: can't. Well, I mean, I guess you can, but I I, I couldn't, you know, I'm just yeah. of a hands on person. But I am learning to kind to of to, to delegate a little bit more because now I, I see that, you know, it, and it's still hard to do it. <laughs> I still want to get out there and, and, you know, look and show them that, you know, I do it. So, you know, you, you know I'm not better than anybody else, you know, yeah. um, that uh, hard work does pay off. But, uh, you know, if you want to – I, I'm, I think I'm ready to take that next step into into venture to something else, you know uh, so I'm trying to put the right people in places there to kind of oversee that, you know, maybe find another me and um, to to move on and, and and build something else. That's
2: awesome. Yeah, yeah, I look forward to to seeing whatever's next.
0: yeah like um, I told I told someone um, it's like I got like I'm a dam and I got so much inside off this world, but I just got to figure out what's on the other side of that dam right now.
2: Yeah. That, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm curious as far as, you know, with, with the company, is there anything in particular, you know, you sort of briefly touched on sort of, I guess, kind of like leading by example, as far as kind of showing your employees, you know, I'm not better than anyone else. And I assume just, you know, from kind of our interactions, um, you know, that that you probably sort of exude that sort of attitude at, at work. Is that, would you say that's the case? Is, as far as sort of, you know, just kind of being being relatable with employees, like what what sort of I what sort of characteristics do you think made you, make you successful as a as a manager?
0: I think just being hands on, you know, being being approachable, you know, just being being just one one of the one of the just just one of the guys, you know, Yeah. either gal or whoever, you know.
2: Yeah. 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 I think it, it honestly, I mean, from from I. I think I'm coming at it from a different perspective because, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm at the stage of life, you know, where I've been more of an employee. But, but coming, you know, coming at it from my perspective, it's like, I always see, you know, managers and bosses as, you know, I think when they're doing really good jobs, it's because that they've made themselves sort of like relatable and they're not, you know, they don't sort of, you know, say I'm up here and you, you know, you're down here. It's, it's kind of like, you know, we're, we're, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to boost you. I'm going to, I'm up here and I'm going to, you know, kind of like take you up to my level. Like they're,
0: mm-hmm. you
2: know, sort of, sort of inspirational. Um, that, That's kind of what I've noticed just from an employee's perspective um, as far as what makes a good manager. But I mean, I'm, I, it, it just, I'm super curious, you know, just coming, coming at it from the other side, it, it seems so difficult to be able to, I mean, for one, to be able to manage our own thoughts and emotions and our you know reactions but to have to manage you know 40 other people is like how do you do that what uh is it just practice or i've
0: had people say that before to me they're like i don't know how you how you deal with all this you know and i and i go i I don't know you know but i just i I guess you just can't take it to uh like i said you know you just got to know that everything is going to work out you know everything is um has its purpose, and everything will, will, will you know, you just, you just, you just keep working hard, and, and ninety nine percent of the time, everything does work out just fine, you know, if you mm-hmm. have the right attitude. It's all mindset, every bit of it's mindset, you know. Yeah. And nice. When I start, that when totally you know, start starting out, you you know, used to take things personally, you know, with with employees or a customer that's not happy. But what I realized, even with the customers, is just just their perception of of what they what they thought it was going to be like in their mind or they were or they were having a bad day already because the other 99 people had a great time
2: mm-hmm. there's yeah. just the one one bad apple that you kind of got to deal with
0: yeah and, and you realize that you know what they could just be having a bad day it's nothing against you you know it's nothing you you did anything wrong you know it's just right. they something i like, like kind of it's it's not it's not me it's 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 more of of, of something's bothering them you know it's their yeah. perception of, of the of what they thought they were going to have or, or do
2: or right you know and, and and honestly I I really think it does kind of come back to sort of what we experience like as kids you know where it's like and we talked about this some um, you know going through the neurofeedback training where I think it's like you know as as kids we're sort of like you know very you know very you know we don't know what's going on and if you know say our parent you know, they could have had an awful day. They could have just gotten fired from work, and if right. they come home and and yell at you for something, and and then that, that your your sort of respo- your your sort of mental lesson that you've learned from that experience could be, they don't love me, you know, they don't they don't care. Yeah. Whereas really, it had nothing to do with you.
0: And that's but but a
2: as a kid, you can't you can't differentiate the two.
0: Right, that's just a story you're telling yourself. In your head, yeah. Uh, that's your own little story, and I have I have a great example of that. Even when we were doing that neurofeedback, and we were about to get into the pod of the the ninety minute the uh, my ninety minute sessions, you know, and she was uh, she was the one the morning girl was telling me to uh, giving me instructions on what she wanted me to do for the ninety minutes, and I and I said, oh okay, and then she looked at me, she said, are you not going to take any notes? And I said, oh, so you notice I'm not a good note taker? She was like, no, that's your story you're telling yourself. I just wanted you to get the best session possible out of that. And you're just right. you were just thinking that you weren't a good note taker. But interesting. I didn't off,
2: you know? Yeah, that, that that's a super good example. Yeah. And I, I was gonna say it's it's interesting how it's like we that's something that, you know, we mature in a lot of other aspects, I feel like, as we get older, but but we still sort of stick with that of you know that that thing that from childhood of sort of telling ourselves stories about what happens in life and and they could be completely inaccurate because we it's rare i think where we actually have all of the the pieces together where we we don't know what is going on with the other person you know i don't i don't know what's happened to you earlier in your day that has caused you to to behaving you know be behaving the way that you are now it's you know i i it's just so complex i you know just
0: yeah and and we can read books and you can you can do all this other stuff it's just it's sometimes it's still so hard to apply that in real life you know yeah but the good thing about it is is you can control it you know a lot better now too i think i think by by doing the neurofeedback you you, you learn to control it a little bit better instead of I, a great example toby i was reading a book um i don't know the title of it i'll think of it in a second but uh it was a rumble strips and on the side of the road um it's like you know it's, that's the same thing as like fear, fear, on, with us. Fear and doubt is like a signal, you know. Like it's the same thing as rumble strips on the side of the road. It's like when you when you hit those rumble strips, it says, "Hey, come on back to to the middle of the road." You're going off. You're going off track, and that's the same thing with fear or anxiety or doubt in us. It's like, "Hey, hey," it's just it's just a signal telling you to come back to center because you 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 kind of veered off a little bit.
2: Right. Right. And, you know, that actually is a kind of a nice segue because I, I wanted to sort of ask you, I fear was something that came up, I think, you know, just as a general topic a lot, you know, mm-hmm. throughout that week we spent together, um, I think it, in part because, you know, it's it's something that I think with all of us, you know, sort of the fear of failure, fear of disappointing other people, fear of disappointing ourselves, I think played played a huge role in kind of motivating us to get where we you know, where we kind of got to, but at the same time is sort of still maybe detracting from, from some happiness or, uh, or being content with yourself. Do you, how do you, how do you view as far as, you know, fear? Do you, do you feel like you're motivated more by fear or, or more by success? Is that, I think fear,
0: you think fear? I think fear yeah. and it shouldn't be, you know, cause, um, Fear is just a distraction really. because um, we we're we, we, we are programmed uh, to be to be happy and 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 have, have, have self-esteem. You know, it's just the it's just the self-doubt and the and the and the fear and the anxiety is is just what we see on the outside instead of what we if we look on the inside, we're already programmed everything we need. Mm-hmm. Fear is is just some somehow society has, 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 instilled fear in us, you know?
2: Right. It is. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it's something that it is instilled because it's not like we're not living our lives. I, I don't think most people, you know, at least in, in the United States are not hopefully like living their lives in a state of like actually being in fear of their lives, you know, on a right. on a day to day basis. But yet we sort of still react as if our lives are sort of in danger, you know, with yeah. this, with this kind of fear. And, yeah. I, I would actually kind of, I, the way I think about it, like I, I actually think we are wired a little more towards fear just mm-hmm. from, from an evolutionary perspective. Because, you know, for instance, like something like social anxiety, if you were, you know, to say, get isolated from the pack, from the from the tribe, you know, like back when we were cavemen, I mean, that could have been the difference between you know, you know, life and death, if if you are, right. you know, out the outcast, like, you know, yeah. but, but now it's, it's something that, you know, we, we, you know, I think a lot of anxiety, you know, especially social anxiety is like, oh, you know, what does this person think of me? Are they judging me? You know, are they, do they think that I'm a bad note taker? You know, like you were saying, right. like, it's, it's all this, this sort of these thoughts that we have that, that kind of drive us crazy. And it's something that it's not actually... Really dangerous, but but we seem to st- still kind of think that it is for whatever reason.
0: Well, I, and I think we like the fear we we're, we were designed for is you know fight or flight and to be in fear for yeah. in the case a, a freaking tiger or something was chasing you. Yeah, you know you're gonna be in yeah. fear. But like I think a, a lot of people and um, are in fear like like throughout the whole day and really it's no reason even to be our bodies weren't designed to be. in stay in stay in fear
2: yeah you're right yeah
0: and people we're all we're feared we're just feared about what does this person think about me what's going to happen here and and if we can get away from that and just use fear as when it's needed instead of worrying about what everybody thinks i think everybody would be a lot better off you know the uh yeah the fear of of just like social anxiety or um what everybody thinks and just it's just crazy how how our body's not 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 designed to to stay in in that that fear that long, you know, and it just yeah, spirals out of control, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it, you get it, into yeah. this doubt. Well, I can't do this, and I can't do that, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're right. I mean, because it's it's something like say we were getting chased, you know, by the saber tooth tiger, you know, it would be very worthwhile for us to have that adrenaline rush you know, that response to, to mobilize us, to, to have more blood flow to our muscles and, and lungs to be able to either fight whatever predator it was or run away from it. But then afterwards, after the, after we were safe, it would be normal for us to, to relax, to, to go back to, to chilling. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of us like, uh, you know, I think a lot of kind of like chronic stress that sort of plagues our society is like, it sort of never ends with a lot of people. Like it's, you know, people, you, you go to work and get stressed out by that. And then, you know, you get, you go home and you get stressed out by whatever's going on and, you know, paying bills. And, you yeah. know, if you have family, you know, friends, fam, you know, your parents, like all, all of these different things that aren't inherently, you know, like threatening, they're not going to kill us, but exactly. um, but they I'll put us I, in that, that same I, sort of state. Right.
0: And I use that with my employees too a lot That you know, like they go, they go off and they, and they get so worked up about the littlest things. I'm like, Hey, hey, nobody's going to die here. you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's be okay. I promise you, you know,
2: <laughs> and then I, I feel like that, that probably is a huge help, you know, to them as well as the company for you to yeah. sort of be that, that rock where you're sort of, okay. everything's all yeah. right. You know, you're, you're not getting freaked. You know, you seem yeah. like you're, you know, very kind of centered where you're able to, you know, at this point where you're able to sort of, take them when they're kind of you know going a little haywire and 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 pull them in and you know everything's it's yeah. gonna be okay do you do you sort of see that as far as like being able to to sort of um like a, as lead you know as a leader do you think it, it seems like something that's a really kind of important piece of the puzzle to to sort of be yeah. able to
0: yeah you gotta you, you have to be able to to let them know that everything's gonna be fine and not to not to worry so much, you know, and uh, I think, I think, you know, some of them, they try to just, uh, they want to be too perfect, you know, and they, and they put too much on the plates or, or they want to, uh, you know, they're just want everything to be so perfect. And I'm like, you know, that's, you know, like, for example, I have one that, you know, she's such a rule follower and the rules are just there just to, for guidance, you know, sometimes you got to go to the right. Sometimes you got to go to the left just to make thing, the world go around, you know, it's not, it's not going to be a straight line and it's like when somebody goes off to the right I says, it's fine it's fine you know it's okay <laughs> we're here to we're here to make them happy so if it if it takes us to go off to the right a little bit to make them happy then it's okay because nobody's going to die nobody got hurt you know
1: right
0: and, right there's per- a different personality you know, she's just a rule follower now you know?
2: <laughs> yeah yeah well, one i think i think a lot of it goes yeah. kind of back to how we were trained i mean i think of you know growing up um you know as a kid and it's like you gotta ask. You know, gotta raise your hand and ask the teacher to go to the bathroom. Like thinking back, it's ridiculous. Like <laughs> how, how many rules there are in school. How, like, it's yeah. it's crazy. But but I I never thought of it as crazy because it was just normal. That's just because what that's what you thought. You we were normal. trained
0: to do. Yeah, to follow was, rules. That was your normal. We we're following. Yeah. Rules. yeah, yeah. We we follow uh, these rules that people make up. Um, I don't even know if they. I mean, I don't even know where they they why they think they can make these rules up. I mean, it's like you like it's these amateurs are making up these rules of this is what you should do, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. It's like what there don't need to be the rules in place. Like why yeah. why, are, why yeah. are you making life more complicated uh, than it already is?
0: Yeah. I mean, you don't go out and kill somebody and you know, all that stuff like that. But these other rules that y'all come up yeah. with, there's like who who are you to make these rules? So, you know?
2: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I. It's something I think uh, I'm thinking back to to in high school. I remember I had a an English teacher who said um, basically you got to learn the rules before you can break them. Uh-huh. And and what they were taught, what he was talking about was in the sense of you know like grammar and and you know uh, you know literacy sort of things. You know where where you know you can you can sort of play around with with these different things and and sentence structure and. You know, having condensed sentences and sometimes starting a sentence with like "but," you know, like like something yeah. that it was previously like, "oh, you should never do this," um, but it's sort of like something that I feel like once once you what what he was saying was kind of once you learn here's kind of what you're supposed to do, then you can kind of like start you know finding your own lane, and you don't have to follow every single little rule. You can sort of you know mold. You know, you're you're writing into whatever kind of way that that you want it to, and I think yeah. that that's sort of applicable in a lot of other aspects of life. Mm-hmm. That's that's always kind of stuck with me. That just him saying that.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a good that's a good now to like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You don't have to
0: stay in in one certain lane just because someone said you did, You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, and I use I use that analogy a lot too. Of you know the, these these. I, I don't know if it's still going on now, with these tests that these these kids have to take, they they want to standardize these tests that these kids take. You know, it's like, well, not everybody's going to be the same. You know, like if, if you look in the in the animal kingdom, the the uh, if you if you grade a squirrel and a giraffe on climbing a tree, well, the giraffe's going to fail, you know, <laughs> because he's not going to be able to climb that tree like that squirrel. <laughs>
2: that's yes, that's such a good example. Yeah, and 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 that's completely the way we we treat kids is like okay we're going to give you all the same test and you know those of you who do well you know th- there's actually been research that has found that kids who have who are doing well in school the teachers will actually pay more attention to them because mm-hmm. they sort of see more potential they're like okay this kid you know is doing well i'm going to pay uh, you know more attention to wh- whether it's them consciously doing that or not i don't know but the end result is basically where it's it's sort of the, the sense of, like, the, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, where right. the, the kids who are, su- you know, succeeding for whatever reason, they're just good at math. Then they get all of this extra attention, which causes them to, you know, people are telling them how good they are. So then they have even more drive to do it. There, mm-hmm. there was another example with, uh, with actually, uh, and I'm not going to say this perfectly, but uh, this was from one of Malcolm Gladwell's book. I think it was Blink. Um, where he was talking about um, basically with with NHL players, there's this strange phenomenon where a lot of them are born certain months out of the year. And basically what it what it it was like, you know, trying to figure out why is that the case? And what it com- came down to was those those people, um, you know, those were like the the eldest. Right. The, so like of their class, so say they were you know, playing hockey in second grade. Um, you know, they could have had, you know, they they could have been nine months older than the previous kid, and and that nine months, when you're a a, a kid, I mean, that's a that's a big difference, you know, yeah. just in size and and a lot of things. So basically, you know, that the kids that were older, but you know, they they were more successful, which in turn it, it sort of caused a spiral where it caused them to practice even harder and play even more hockey because they were getting all of this positive feedback. You're doing so great. Keep it up, you mm-hmm. know, and they were having fun probably cause they're, they're winning yeah. and, and kicking all the other kids ass.
0: Yeah.
2: And it, and it just, you know, caused them to, to ultimately, you know, uh, you know, some of them went pro and, and that's kind of the part of the phenomena of why, why a lot of those NHL players are, are born certain months out of the year. So oh, I yeah. think it, it it relates back to to you know what how, how we kind of treat kids I think because it, it's I think it's unfortunate when it's when it's a kid who 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 is really brilliant I think I think each kid in their own way is super intelligent uh-huh. I think it's you know some kids the system of standardized testing you know it kind of works for them um, they're good at math they're good at reading but for other kids i think it doesn't and then it sort of dissuades them from from like you know academics but at the same time that that could be the smartest kid right you know? yeah. yeah they could yeah. have you know i mean now we know like with with a, uh, i don't know if you follow any of the research about like like there's you know like uh uh you know iq obviously being you know sort of like general intelligence but then there's like there's EQ, like emotional intelligence. And, um, you know, like that they found is, is a huge predictor of, of people's success is like being able to, like, I think a lot what, what you're probably able to do at work is, is like being able to, re, you know, sort of understand other people's emotions and be able to relate to people and network. And I mean, that's, you know, they yeah. found it as sort of a bigger predictor of success than IQ.
0: Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you know, just telling people, how good they are, you know, you know, and, 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 and to be the, to be the best that you can be, you know, and, and just always give them that positive reinforcement. I, I think is so much better than you know, you're, you don't have to, you don't have to have the highest IQ, you know, you just have to have a, a lot of belief that you can.
2: Yeah. It, and I, I know I keep, I keep like referencing studies, but there's another one I, I just have to say is that there, there's one basically that was, uh, you know, I think it was a, a some kind of, I think memory task or something where they told half of the participants that, you know, your IQ is sort of fixed, that your intelligence is fixed and nothing's going to change. Whereas the other half they told you're going to get better at this, the more you do it. Right. And the group that was told that they're sort of fixed actually were fixed. Like they actually didn't improve, but the group that was told they, they were, you know, that they could improve. They actually did. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, that, I think that needs to be applied in, in school where it's, you know, if a kid is, is, is struggling, you need to, you know, you kind of take them and, you know, help them, you know, kind of get back on the right path instead of, oh, this kid is, you know, write him off, write him off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Who was, uh, I think it was uh, Nick Saban. He was saying that, you know, like the, like the media, when they, when, they, when these kids mess up, they just want to kick them out of school and ban them and, you know, write them off and be done with them. He goes, but wouldn't you rather us have them bring them back in and mentor them and get them back on the right track instead of just putting them back on the street somewhere and they end up in, in jail or, or something else just because they made one mistake at 19 years old? Yeah. You know, because, you know, the media is quick to to throw people underneath the bus, you know, especially these college football kids if they mess oh, up yeah. any little thing, you know, they're, they're oh, such yeah. a public guy. And he goes, you know, I, I had one at Michigan. He had one at Michigan State. I can't remember the, the guy's name, but so the guy went on to play at the NFL. Now he yeah, has a, a, a huge business and he has a great family. But if he would have kicked him out like the media wanted him to when he was 19 years old, it, he would never, he never would have had the life he has now.
1: Right.
2: Yeah you know what what, what's so crazy i think about like when when kids get in trouble in school you know they get suspended it's like why why would you take a kid who's who did something and then tell them oh you can't go to class like Mm -hmm. that that seems so you know like (laughs) that's just uh it doesn't make any sense i i think like like what you're saying as far as like the you know, Nick Saban, you know, giving kids these kind of second chances and taking, you know, mentoring them and actually like teaching them, you know, how to kind of, you know, become better people and, um, you know, do things the right way. I I mean, that seems like such a better way to go about, you know, teaching, you know?
0: Oh yeah. You know, so just giving up on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
2: curious what, uh, what, what sort of inspired you to sort of take that, that six year old kid kind of under your wing, you know, that that you were talking about earlier?
0: Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just from, from doing all this self-help work lately, you know, with, with the the neurofeedback and, and the reading the books and, um, and maybe I just, I felt like, you know, I need to give back, you know, I think, I think the more you give, the more you, you you know, the more you give out to the community and and help others, the more you're going to receive, you know, like if I could, if I learn all this stuff and help myself and I hold it in tight like this, that's not doing me any good, you know? Yeah. But if you live like this where your hand's open and and you're giving and you're more open, then you're going to receive more anyway, you know? So. Right. I think, I think living like this is just so tight. And, you know, I think more people kind of, gave what they knew you know and and want to help each other out as a community we would be better off you know so i I just i felt like i can help this This maybe i can't maybe i can't but i can at least try you know yeah
2: absolutely i mean i obviously you know i think you know you've got a lot to offer you know that kid and and i think you know that yeah we we all do have a lot to to sort of offer each other but you're right that a lot of people sort of just kind of keep that you know, keep to themselves, don't want to bother, you know, yeah. Any, like and
0: used to, I would be like, ah, I'd probably just keep myself. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really that good, you know?
2: Yeah. That's self-doubt. <laughs> yeah. Self-doubt, you know, and just, yeah. just hold aside, you know, but really,
0: I think you just, if you just just give and, you know, and just let it flow, it's going to, it's going to just, if you get the good vibes off and you, you're doing the right thing, you do it for the right reasons, I think you're, you'll have a positive effect on, you know, the next person
2: absolutely i think it's it's something i i remember thinking a lot about as far as you know with this sort of meditation and neurofeedback um you know there's like you know obviously like the kind of um the monks you know who you know tibetan monks who kind of you know live this very like solitary life and they're 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 sort of uh you know devoting themselves to sort of a a spiritual practice and, and meditating all these hours per day and and i think about it and it's like you know what who, who am i to judge them you know as far as yeah. you know they're, they're living their lives how they want to live them but at the same time i think it's so cool when one of them comes back like there was this guy uh uh card um mm-hmm. a, uh, he was like a french scientist who who became a monk and then now he's back um sort of back in society and he's like you know doing interviews and 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 do you know, getting his brain scanned So they're, they're able to like, see, you know, that's sort of some of the stuff we were looking at, at that company was like, okay, what do these really like high performance, really happy people, what sort of brain activity do they have? How does that differ from, from, you know, so quote unquote normal people. Um, And then I think that's a huge, you know, advancement to to science, to be able to, to, for him to be able to come back and, and let people, sort of study him and for him to give talks about, you know, all the stuff that he, he had learned. Right. Cause he had sort of, you know, exiled himself, I guess, you know, for a little bit and took a break from civilization, but then came back and actually shared what all the, the really cool stuff that he had learned. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, no.
2: now oh, yeah. He, <laughs> no, I mean that, that was that was about it I had on that point. I, I just you know I got you. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I I and also I think, you know, this is part of, you know, part of I hadn't told you kinda, of, you know, as far as why I really uh, what what part of what inspired me to do this podcast was like being able to have all of these really raw, kind of unfiltered conversations with people, um, and really kind of just share knowledge, share, you know, because I feel like that's so much of what um, you know, I think a lot of what we were doing with the neurofeedback, like it was a lot, you know, very individualized and very, you know, working on ourselves and working on our own issues. But, but then we would always meet for groups and we would always, you know, have con- long conversations over meals and, you know, sort of relate to each other's experiences. And I think honestly, that's that, that was, you know, parts of that were my favorite, That, that yep. might have been my favorite Part, you know real part of doing that was was honestly just building that kind of you know that tight-knit community over a week yeah
0: yeah because i you yeah. know normally i wouldn't have done that i just i kept everything to myself but i was kind of forced to and it actually felt really good to be able to have that you know to have those and come together and have that discussion and and, and talk over meals and things like that you know and i think i think we all four of us would were, were were you know at first like well i don't want you know yeah <laughs> But we got used to it, and it was—it was like, okay, this is kind of this is kind of neat, you know. So Just, I, yeah, yeah. And I, I said, remember. Okay. Go right. ahead. Well, I, I was listening to something earlier, and a guy said, uh, "Daniel, Daniel, somebody." Um, he he said, "You know, people go to office to hide from opportunities. You know, and if they have an office, you know, they go in to hide from opportunities. Like, and, and it and it gets and it gets them away from everybody." And I go, "That's yeah, because." because I don't have an office, I've never thought about I never thought it was good to have an office, and it goes, you can just go in there and sit and just and waste your whole day away, you know, just sitting in an office, you know, and you don't get anything accomplished really.
2: You're out <laughs> on the water, you're you're soaking okay. up the sunshine, right, uh, uh, at
0: least know, part think, of the time. Well, I mean, you know, I have captains and stuff like that, but sure. I'm running around the stores and running around the oh, park. Okay, and yeah. So yeah, I think though, that, that, that's, that builds a better character and, and you, you learn more out of life by, by getting out and, you know, interacting with society and learn from everybody, you know, you're creative, you're more creative than just sitting in an office. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. You know, another, another thing I I wanted to say about, you know, just that, that experience that week is I think I remember I I might've been talking to one of the other guys who went through the program with just about how crazy it was that, like, we had sort of told each other, stuff that like our you know our best friends didn't know about us you know like like the level of sort of community that we had built in such a short amount of time you know as you were saying like we started the week very like you know oh you know like i i I don't know about these people you know (laughs) right (laughs) Right? but by the end of it it was like man we all traded information you know i've you know become you know good friends with one of the people you know i'm i'm so you know honored and and uh, happy that we've had this opportunity right now to catch up yeah um, but i think honestly it's just you know the connections that, that were able to be built there um because we were all it, you're right you you used the right word that we were really forced you know, yeah. we really were kind of forced but then it became sort of like a. it, it started to feel more natural where we kind of mm-hmm. we all there was a mutual level of kind of respect and and trust i think that yeah that we sort of built amongst
0: one another where well, we broke down that barrier, that wall, that, you know, that, that like, ah, uh, you know, like, the, you know, holding everything in, you know, it just kind of, we just broke it down and just had to dive in and, and it just, you know, it felt it felt good. It really did. It just, it, yeah, you yeah. don't realize how, how good it is just to get out and talk to people, you know? Yeah.
2: And, and have those really, really honest, I, I think, cause like, I think about, you know, we have, at least I have so many kind of just surface level interactions, you know, kind of the, the water cooler sort of talk, you know, like, yeah, hey, you know, what were you doing over the weekend? Oh, do you see the the game? You know, like the, you know, and it, all right. that, there's nothing wrong with that. But, um, I I'm curious from your perspective, why, why do you think that is that that we were, we were able to like all open up and like, you know, sort of like, you know, become kind of closer with one another than, we were able you know then we're able to do with a lot of other people in our life
0: well i think we all went in i think i think going into something like that you you have to be a little all in the same mindset so i think we all kind of had the same similar mindset that we, we were trying to be a better person um and once we got that wall broken down i think we were able to to succeed at that you know it's because um, you going in you're, you're going into to to i guess hack your brain they say you know and, um, uh, and coming out, you know, you just, you just realize that you have so much more potential. And I just think that you get, it, it, it was in the mindset going, going, going into it that, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going here to, 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 to make myself better. So I need to follow what they're, they're saying, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I think having that kind of tribe of people who were, who, who are having kind of the same goals as us and. Yeah. Sort of we're ready to kind of break down some of those barriers, because I think a lot of people honestly aren't, you know, just just people we we go about, you know, we interact with on, on a daily basis. Um, for, and maybe, you know, I, I feel like it's probably a lot of their own sort of, you mm-hmm. know, stuff going on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for for whatever reason, I think, you know, sometimes things just kind of fall into place where. You know, you you build a really good connection with a certain person, yeah. Uh, but with other people, you just don't really, you know, you know, connect. You know, you're you're not really on the same kind of frequency. And that's okay I don't too. know how to exactly describe yeah. it, but
0: yeah, they're just not yeah you're you're just not on the same page at, yeah. at that point in your life, and and you know, eventually you know you will be I think, and it's okay not to be on the same page. They're, they're just not they're not ready to to make that step that you're ready to make. You know. Uh huh. And if we can, I think if you can see, if you can see the inside of everybody, every, every person, really, I think it, it, we're all basically the same, you know, mm. you know yeah, we, just, having, we have this wall of, of, of self-doubt and fear and everything else surrounding yeah. us. But like I said earlier, we're, we, we're programmed to have joy and happiness and self yeah. on the inside. So if we can, if you can penetrate through all that and see everybody on the inside. I think we're all basically the same.
2: Yeah. I think we we want the same things in general, you know, we, we want happiness for ourselves. I think we want, I think it's, it's normal, you know, human behavior to, to sort of want the best for other people. Yeah. Um, Even though we are sort of in this like hyper competitive society where I think a lot, you know, a lot of times we're sort of trained to like, you know, sort of achieve success as we're sort of pushing other people down. Yeah. Um, But I don't, I don't think that's the way it has to be.
1: Mm hmm.
0: No, I don't think so either. I think a lot of people just settle for uh for average too, you know, like oh this is it, you know. Until yeah. They, they get stuck in a rut.
2: Yeah, and they just ex. I, I think it's, it's also they they accept like oh this is just the way things are like. Yeah. And and they think that oh that's just the way I am like I I'm getting mad, you know. I I think like there's you know in psychology we there is sort of something we learned as far as like you know, the way kind of thoughts and emotions work is like, you sort of, you you sort of have a thought. And then there's this space in between, you know, having that thought and your reaction, Yeah. you're you're actually able, if you kind of have enough awareness to be able to go in and consciously decide, okay, do I want to actually, even though I'm thinking this person is an asshole, do I want to actually say that to their face or do you know is it in my best interest to to sort of you know kind of hide that a bit or or, or
0: right you know. yeah 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 you're right and i and I had, I had something on that earlier um but oh back back to um i think that we went into this going into thinking that we know that there's something better than, than how we're living now that's why we we mesh so well too you know we all had that same like, hey, you know, there's 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 something better to this world than the way we're living now. We we would we're not ready to settle for average.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know? not, not, the four the four of us, none of us are ready to settle for average.
2: Right. I think it's it's huge. Just like I I've started to really like I I surround myself with people who who now have the same mindset. you yeah. know, Who who are like me in a lot of ways that aren't you know they're super passionate about something and, and they're, they're exactly like that. They're not ready to just settle for, yeah, this is just the way things are. I'll just live a, a mediocre life and, you know, Oh, if you know, I don't achieve the things I want to achieve. Eh, you know what? It's like,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, they you know, think, I, they think what they're feeling is, is they think they're happy, but I don't think they really are because they just, they're not, they don't know anything else, you know, Yeah. If they're not, they're not sick or anything like that. Well, today's a pretty good day. Well, pretty good's not a happy day.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that I feel like that's a, that's that ties in so much to like health in general. Where we, I mean, I I'm super interested, and in, and I think you know we have that kind of common interest in like the biohacking and. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, that nutrition was a huge part of that. That sort of neurofeedback mm-hmm. thing that we went into, and I think like you know, you're right where it's, it's, it's like, if, if we're not sick, if we don't have a disease, we think, oh, I'm healthy. But, 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 but you could be, you know, barely holding on, you know, healthy, or you could be flying through every day with the you know, a ton of energy. I mean, those are, you could say both of those are are healthy. You're, you're not diseased in either state, but there's a huge difference. Like I think, you know even with like uh like you know measuring say say hormones for instance you know mm-hmm. you could be you know say you have normal testosterone that could be you know you don't have a, a deficiency where where you have severe problems because you don't have enough testosterone but at the same time why do, why wouldn't you want to achieve optimal testosterone levels right yeah. like
0: yeah. well yeah you know, the the in medical society i think you know or they they have like this level that well, this is just, this is just, this is where, this is what we settle for. Yeah. Why don't we want to settle for the lower end of the level when there's there's ways to build it back up to optimum levels and function at our our fullest capacity?
2: What what do you think it comes down to as far as what what causes people like me and you to be like, nah, like we're not gonna we're not gonna settle for the way things are. You know, we're gonna improve our situation. What, but what what makes us want to do that and make and other people are just kind of complacent and kind of just go through life just
0: yeah i think that just it's, it's it's total mindset you know i really think it's mindset i think that we we believe that we can um somehow make this world a better place you know and um, and i think that's what you gotta i mean that's what i want to leave you know i want i want people to to, to think that I've, I've done something good for the world and helped somebody out um but i think that that's our mindset is we think that there's there's got there's better and i think if 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 we're feeling better then we can help other everybody else out too you know mm-hmm. i think we all think we're all w- wanting to help people um, personally i think so and that's why we have that mindset of um, because once you do better you can help more people
2: you know yeah Well, and I I think like, you know, if you, if you take your example, as far as, you know, you, you've worked super hard and built this awesome business and now you're employing 40 people. I mean, you're, you know, you're enabling them to put food on their kids' plates and to put a roof over their head. You know, you're just, just that alone is, Mm -hmm. is greatly impacting other people's lives. And, you know, I, 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 obviously if you weren't, in the minds, if you, if you didn't have it together enough, where you couldn't run a business, none of that would be possible, right? I think it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know. got it's the all mindset, you know. It's got to be, you know. You could. I think the normal person would probably just, just kind of skate by, you know, and wouldn't probably build the business to 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 where it is today. You know, they just want to get by, you know, and just mm-hmm. make enough for for them, and that's about it.
1: Right. Um,
0: I want to ask. Or, or go ahead. I just think you know, like, like I, like I told you, I'm, I'm ready to, to 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 tackle on something, a new project, and I and you know, I, and I tell people, I like, you know, I'm in this little bitty small corner of my world here, in this little tourism town, and I do this little boat tours and shops, but you know, I can't grow that worldwide, and I'm ready to tackle on something where I can where I can make a major impact on the whole world, mm-hmm. and and do something
2: that will benefit everyone. That's awesome. I, I think I want to, I want to sort of wrap up this discussion with the, with the posing you the question of what would you, what would you tell yourself, say, if you could go back and talk to your 20 year old self, what would you tell that person as far, you know, as far as giving that person advice, as far as how to, how to be happy or how to, achieve success in this world.
0: Oh, well. First, I'd tell myself that going out partying is not going to get it. <laughs> uh. But, uh, no. I mean, those were experiences and you learn from them, you know? Uh, uh, I think we all we all had those experiences. But um I think I would tell myself that everything that I feel is coming from my thought and Uh, every, every feeling I have, every emotion I have, is just a thought and I can change that thought any way I want. That's awesome. You know, I really, it really, it's your perception of what you, how you see the situation.
2: I couldn't agree more. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Randy, I, you know, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm, you know, if, if people, uh, you know, it's your chance, I mean, if, if you do want to kind of like plug anything as far as your, you know, your, your boat business, if anyone did happen to be passing by uh, oh,
0: uh, yeah. Panama yeah. City, Panama City Beach, yeah, just
2: how, how can people, what, what's your guys' website?
0: Uh, ShellIslandShuttle.com.
2: Awesome. Yeah. And you guys, you guys basically, uh, people can, can come book kind of a, a, a boating tour where they... Yeah.
0: Well, we first come, first serve. You know, we just run every thirty minutes during the season. You know, uh, we close down during the winter up here, up the northern panhandle. Uh,
2: where do you Where do you take people?
0: The Shell Island. It's a little island right off the coast there in Panama City. And then we, you know, rent pontoon boats and things like that. So you just go to the website, check it out. Uh, you know, you can go to the Shell, you can rent a boat, or go on a dolphin tour. Um, awesome. Yeah. And I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna have to come come visit you at some yeah. point. Yeah, come on, man. Going yeah, on one of those tours.
0: Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll run the whole state one day. How about that?
2: That yeah, I, I would work. <laughs> <laughs> well, Randy, thank you, thank you so much again. Um, you know, I, I think we had. Uh, it was a pleasure talking with you. I I had a really uh, really enjoyed that conversation. Yeah, you do. Um Appreciate you. For, Yeah, for for people who do want to uh, follow us, our Instagram for the podcast is Roscoe's Wetsuit Podcast. Also, we're on YouTube. Um, Roscoe's Wetsuit is the YouTube channel, um, so please like and subscribe on YouTube. We're also uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. So there's a lot of ways you can find us now. If you want to watch a uh, watch it on YouTube, or if you just have time to listen while you're driving in the car, you know you can kind of pick whichever method works for you best. Um, but thanks again for tuning in. Um, Randy, have a great night. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Have a good night.